you Yeah, yo There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here by that I'm behind you But always got you, end the discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, I know, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them, along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, hopping down, cause feeling's not an option, and dad is not a noun, not at all. The story contained in the following auditory experience is free of sex, drug references, drug dealers, guns, gangs, pimps, prostitutes, and twerking. Although the title of this tale contains a hip-hop reference and the story largely taking place in an urban setting, this is not to be classified as urban street literature. We prefer that it be more aptly classified as hip-hop fantasy. My word is born 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 The Chronicles of a Hip-Hop Legend, Paths of Grand Wizardry. Written, produced, arranged, and narrated by D.D. Turner for the Turner Scribe Publishing Group. Original music composed and produced by The Passion Hi-Fi for Evil Twin Records, UK. Kwame Harris for Successful Tones Publishing. Kyle Owens for Impact Records, Fresh Air Management. I now give you the Chronicles of a Hip-Hop Legend, Paths of Grand Wizardry. Chapter 17. The enclosed yard was large in size and displayed several dozen rose bushes that were black, gray, red, and white in color. A sandstone-colored walkway that created a division between the extensive rows of multicolored rose bushes had memorial insets made of bronze material. For your devotion, we pay homage. For your style and grace... We pay on for your ability to master your craft. We pay on and for the memory of your physical existence. We continue and will forever pay on. One. The words were scribed across the memorial plaque with a fallen b-boy or b-girl's name reference below the statement. 
just several months prior, one of the popular hip-hop publications issued a list of these memorialized hip-hoppers, to which Chris and his schoolhouse gang responded in a somber manner. While peering down at the plaques, Chris became reacquainted with the same feeling of great loss. Really puts it into perspective, huh? Axe Watch Dude. Man, me and my people saw a list a couple of months back, but actually seeing all these memorial plaques is crazy, commented Chris while expressing a stressing shock. Good thing they're still with us and able to lend guidance by way of soul capturing. That's just another result of that BBF magic, Watch Dude returned. What's soul capturing? inquired Chris wondering if what Watch Dude was referring to was a ghostly presence of some sort, similar to what he witnessed when he met Stock One. The medallions that we wear commune with our hearts. This is when it has the opportunity to capture parts of the soul. It's almost like copying DNA and freezing it so that it can be used later on. The people that are chosen to join our ranks are considered special, and we all bring something unique to the table, much like yourself, the B-Boy Prince. If something tragic happens, rest assured that we are going to celebrate the life, but we would still like to commune with the soul. Perhaps you might still have some valid suggestions to contribute toward our continuing wrath against feedback in this crew, Watch Dude relayed. What do you mean by the B-Boy Prince? You just said that every person that is down with the BBF has that special something, Chris returned, looking for Watch Dude to expand on his previous statement. Everybody is special, but not everybody is a direct, traceable descendant of the... I mean, what I'm trying to say is that everybody is not an ancestor of... Let's just go inside so you can meet A.T., Watch Dude instructed, as he stopped himself abruptly from giving up too much information. Chris stood perplexed. In his mind, he attempted to finish the abandoned sentences of Watch Dude but found himself interrupted yet again as they passed the large wooden double doors to enter a massive-sized foyer area. The floors of the foyer area were blanketed by large slabs of polished marble. They, too, were composed of the traditional color coordination of the hip-hop brotherhood, black, red, and gray. The ceilings were extremely high and were capable of contesting the height of the Sistine Chapel. In the center of the room stood five granite pillars that stretched to the full height of the ceiling. Check it out, instructed Watch Dude as he pointed out the inscription on each pillar. Chris ran his fingertips over the traditional tag-like inscriptions and was overwhelmed with a sense of joy. The DJ, the DJ, the MC, Chris spoke confirming the definitive elements of the culture as he glanced at Watch Dude. That last element has been a constant debate amongst our ranks since this listing of elements was established. A voice spoke with the absence of a physical appearance. Chris looked blindly toward each one of the perpendicular corridors to see who offered the statement. Watch Dude remained steady in his wheelchair, all the while exuding his sly smirk. Who's that? asked Chris. The final element. Knowledge. The voice continued in a questioning context as its physical match magically walked from behind the pillar that had the element of knowledge inscribed on it. For some, the final element is discipline. For others, it's ancestral roots. And for us, it's knowledge. Cypher, why do you think the opposition exists? I mean, we all support the culture, 
But for some odd reason, we can't discover that sense of mutuality with reference to the fifth element. So what do you think? Asked the unfamiliar man. Chris stood silent, not sure if the moniker Cypher was directed toward him. He recalls it being used by Watch Dude several times, but wasn't sure if it was some type of owned affirmation used exclusively by the BBF. You can answer, the man responded as he gestured to Chris. Okay, well, it seems to me that in seeking knowledge, one has to first seek and implement the basis of discipline. I guess, in saying this, the two are essentially the same. To receive knowledge, one has to be concrete in the comprehension and use of discipline. Now, with reference to the ancestral roots, we owe a lot to those that have paved the way for us. But, in paying our gratitude, we find that we have laid the basis in understanding and appreciating the sacrifices of our b-boy ancestors. But, isn't that a form of knowledge? Chris philosophically stated, Shocked that even his young, gifted mind could spew such things. Straight up. You see, it really doesn't matter what our individual perspectives are because the underlying mutual context is knowledge. This is what hip-hop is all about. Finding a sense of mutuality amongst all people. Yo, watch, dude. It looks like we've got a mini-philosopher on our hands, the man confirmed before turning to watch dude and making the complimentary remark about Chris. The man was chubby in composition. His head was bald, and the outer edges of his gray-speckled goatee were sharp, suggesting that a T-outliner had just scurried across his face. His light brown complexion was clear as distilled water, and the hint of burgeoning wrinkles and age blemishes suggested that he was older than what his clothing suggested. Around his neck was the customary BBF medallion, but the letters HHPC were positioned vertically between the two distinct faces. When his lips parted to speak, a constant glimmer swelled from his bottom row of teeth. Each tooth molding on his removable platinum grill was filled with red, black, and traditional colored diamond clusters. The style of his clothing and sneakers matched identically with that of Chris and Watch Dudes, but his t-shirt illustrated a retro-placed image of himself as a young b-boy. Let's talk for a bit. I'm sure you have plenty of questions, and I'm sure I have plenty of answers, the man instructed. Oh, by the way, I'm Grandmaster A.T., he continued as he disclosed his identity. We've been waiting for this opportunity for quite some time, the Grandmaster confirmed. Waiting? Chris inquired. The two made their way across the large foyer area to the most distant corridor. With Watch Dude following closely behind, they traveled an indoor cobblestone walkway toward an adjoining room. You see, Cypher, you were born with something special. It had been prophesied some time ago, but we've had problems locating you up until about three weeks ago, said Grandmaster A.T. First off, who's Cypher? Chris asked excitedly. Every good b-boy has to have a tag, and every great b-boy gets his or her tag from an elder, returned Grandmaster A.T. In this culture, no one goes by their government name. So, your tag is Cypher, which is the name that has been given to you by an elder. It's no disrespect to your pops or old earth. It's just one of the many prerequisites of the culture, confirmed Watch Dude. 
out of all the names that you guys could have come up with, why did you pick Cypher? inquired Chris, showing some signs of disappointment over their choice. It's fitting. We've noticed how you've been lyrically handing dudes their heads on the playground and at battles, confirmed the Grandmaster. Well, I don't take my gift lightly, and I plan to continue to go hard on the toys that claim they can match my skills, Chris professed in an assured demeanor. Arriving at an adjoined room, Chris froze in amazement. In the center of the large space stood a marble reproduction of a group image comprised of hip-hop's founding fathers. The well-articulated and robust collective likeness of the founding fathers stood high above the trio of onlookers, stilled in positions that were suggestive of their accomplishments and contributions. One founder clutched an onk-crowned wooden staff, while the other held in both hands a 45-inch record and corded microphone. The third and final founding father held in one hand a can of spray paint, while in the other hand, braced under his arm, he held the DJ's turntable. I can attest to their greatness and magical exploits, confirmed the aged grandmaster. You see that wooden staff that he's holding? It could generate enough electricity to power a large city from end to end. Just with the power of that staff, I've seen many of hip-hop's violent enemies succumb to an unhappy ending, the Grandmaster continued. His magical abilities were often reflected in his strength. The wax that he's holding has popped the tops of many of those HBX cyborgs. He proceeded as he communicated the magical power of the second pioneer to Chris. And my man right here? He could create the sound of wax scratching and needle dropping with his mouth. The sound was so genuine and pure that it would make the eardrums of the enemy explode upon contact. He often reasoned that this was a good way to distinguish the genuine supporters from the haters and fakers, A.T. confirmed as he communicated the magical powers of the last pioneer. Chris could hardly believe what he was hearing. The praiseworthy founders of hip-hop were actually a bunch of wizards that protected the sanctity of the culture with magic? How could that be? Chris thought to himself. There's an explanation for that, A.T. interrupted as he infringed upon the self-contained thought of Chris by way of intuitive magic. This is nothing new. The use of magical abilities goes way back to the days of ancient civilization. When common folks were expected to suppress their individual rights, they had to seek alternative methods to communicate expressions of the heart and soul. If the tool of magic was available, it would provide the platform needed to contest the dictating hierarchy so that the act of expression could be achieved. Hip-hop is our magic. Unfortunately, there are people that just aren't trying to be blessed with our magic and what it has to offer. And this is all good. I mean, you can't make everybody understand the significance of the music, swagger, and words, the Grandmaster relayed. But when you have people that are willing to go to the ends of the earth to keep you from sharing the greatness of your culture with the people, something needs to be done. Now make no mistake, the BBF is a nonviolent society, but we will defend ourselves if heads feel like they want to come and test us. You feel me? A.T. continued as he vehemently referred to the group's position on the use of violence. Chris listened reverently as he paced the room to examine its contents. Before the full lengths of the four walls, numerous marble reproductions stood, just smaller in composition when compared to that of the founders. From collective reproductions of famous rap groups to the solo stances of singular MCs, 
The likeness of hip-hop's pioneers and past contributors held its position in this room of homage. Let's head to my office, instructed A.T. By now, Watts dude split off from the two to tend to his own matters, and Chris scurried across the room to catch up with the rapidly progressing stride of A.T., but not before stopping to shoot one last glance at the founding members' colossal-sized statues. His interest peaked when his focus fell upon small cartouche-like relics that hung from the necks of the three statues. In the center of these relics was what appeared to be an archaic version of the double-faced BBF logo, and above it was the depiction of a circle with a dot in its center, and below it was a funny-shaped design that was composed of a single diagonal line crowned with a perfect circle. Chris retained the images in his mind as he turned around to continue following A.T. I've got a question. What happened to Stop? One minute he was fine, and the next he was grabbing his chest. And this was followed by him being murked by a huge water being, which eventually led to his body vanishing right before my eyes, stated Chris in a context that was filled with amazement. The issue with Stock has us tripping, and we're currently working toward a conclusion. The unfortunate thing is that Sun was on his way to becoming a grandmaster. I could have really used Homeboy's physical help, said A.T., while indulging in a short period of reminiscence. By now, the two arrived at a glass-covered bridge that connected the south wing of the sprawling headquarters to the north wing. Arriving in the north wing, A.T. led Chris down a lonely, wood-paneled corridor toward a heavy, dark-stained oak door which read, Imperial Grandmaster of Hip-Hop. This is my crib away from my crib. Come on in, A.T. welcomed as the two entered the realms of his personal space. live from the BBF complex. My Viewatron signal is having problems, so I'll make this quick. I wanted to personally thank you for listening, and also wanted to take this opportunity to inform you of some upcoming items. For starters, there is a second book in the series, as well as subsequent installments. You didn't think that I would bring you to the cliff's edge and not provide you with a parachute or gliding device. Check out for the second book in the series entitled Cypher and the Lost Relic of Pangea's Core. Set for release late 2014 or early 2015. Visit chroniclesofahiphoplegend.com to see information on book two. Visit the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend on Facebook and hiphops underscore wizard on Twitter or Instagram to receive new developments and information on the series. Also, keep an eye out for the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend merchandise. From stickers to t-shirts, we'll have an array of items for you to represent the series and the cause of Chris Cypher Ellison. Uh-oh. Seems like the signal is compromised. Can you hear me? Hello? Hey, yo, can you hear me? Man, sounds like feedback may be close. I gotta bounce. Until next time, fam, this is Dee Dee Turner. Out, 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 out.
you, yeah, yo There whenever it matters and even more when you feel like it doesn't Protect you so you never feel like you wasn't Know I'm right alongside you, here by that I hum behind you But always got you, hinder discussion, nothing means more First one to offer his shoulders for what you preach for Thought I saw the eyes of the world until I seen yours And know that I ain't see a better view yet I'm with whatever, so don't ever you fret Know that you covered, not a hurdle or a heartbreak To change what a partake Cause none of them won't ever get comfortable in your walkway My job is to aware you, fully loaded Prepare you for all of the above that I'm never letting get near you. But still, I know, give you every advantage I found. Couldn't find a better fit for them along with my crown. And since the baton was passed, hopping down, cause feeling's not an option and dad is not a noun, not at all. My message to any dad, man, first off, know that yeah, it, it is a hard job, but it's the greatest job in the world. I wouldn't trade it for anything, I wouldn't change anything about it. Everything you're doing from here on out. If it didn't have purpose before, now it has purpose. It's the most important thing you'll ever do. Just be a dad.